Hey everybody, welcome back after a, sorry, long drought of no uploads, but we're here back with episode 22, I believe, of the Irrelevant Podcast, and we're actually going to do something different. We're going to go back to what we did on the first episode, where, well, the first episode with Jason, I must add, where we had a movie recommendation and we talked about a movie. So today, we are going to talk about Cidade de Deus or, as it is known in English, City of God, the 2002 Brazilian movie. Um, now, do you think I should um, like give an introduction about what it's about, just in case? Sure, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so City of God um, is actually a book, or it's like a writing, I believe, written in, I don't know when, but it was, it was a long time ago written by St. Augustine, one of the doctors of the church. And it is about how the city of God started out as this place that was really small. It was only between a few people, you know, that had like the, you know, that had the sauce. And then over time, it got way too big. The sauce got spread everywhere. And it just, you know, it erupted in chaos. And that is similar to what happens in the movie even though it is takes place in 60s Rio and it goes in through like the 70s and yeah and it follows the story of this one guy who grows up in the the slums which by the way city of god is the name of the slum he grows up in and how you know like how what life is like growing up there um how his like relations are with other people and how he can actually potentially get out so um Jason, what did you think of Cidade de Deus? I thought it was really great. I always like um, watching movies that aren't... Consi- well, I guess, I don't know how much critical acclaim this one got, but ones that are not like a blockbuster classic or ones you can just scroll on Netflix to find. It's like actual good movies that you've never heard of. So I've always liked watching that. I also like watching foreign films too. So I know people have problems reading subtitles, but I think it's because people just don't fucking read at all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought it was I I didn't expect it to be as dynamic um as it was and usually like when you see like one of those kind of stories you've seen them all but I like the way that they did it on this one so Yeah, um like you were saying about the critical acclaim this movie actually is quite critically acclaimed. Some people consider it to be like one of the like greatest movies ever made even. Mm. <laughs> um which, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I have some gripes with it that I want to talk about yeah. eventually. But, um, no, I, I think it is it is great. Um, the one thing that despite... I looked up afterwards is that a lot of the shit was actually fictional. Like, the the characters and, um, I think... Right, it is it is loosely based off of real events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, I mean, I've asked, like, Brazilians, like, when I went to Brazil, and, like, I, because, you know, they, th- they thought it was really cool that I that I liked City of God. I asked them, I was like, is all that stuff, like, true? Like, did stuff like that really happen? They're like, yeah. I mean, that's what life was like growing up in, in the favelas, man, you know? God. Yeah, I can, I can imagine all that shit happened. I was just, because I think um, the one that wasn't real, which was surprising, was the guy that was the photographer, right? He, like, the main... The main, the main guy? guy? I don't think he was a real person. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you, you'd think that like some other 
because he he honestly seemed like he could be a real person like he was really just kind of calm and like just kept to himself and yeah. stuff He's, but like who you yeah like who who do you think isn't real would be like Lil z or somebody like yeah that. I, I can't remember. The, right. It's been a minute to since I've been looking at it, but I don't remember the characters that were real. But you'd think that, like, the story about a photographer that became famous by taking pictures of drug lords that no one else could get close to, like, that'd be a pretty big deal. I didn't think that'd be a thing that they'd made up. I think, actually, like, the concept is real. I just don't think the actual person himself was real. I think they said it's like the actual, based like that... off of other photographers or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, because like I'm fairly certain that there have been people like that, that like they they made it big because they could get pictures like yeah. that in the favelas that like regular you know Rio dwellers couldn't get. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you're saying, like the actual character United obviously is fictionalized. Uh, Buscape, which I actually I really like him as a uh, main character, even though like he doesn't really have much to do with the plot until later in the movie. You know, yeah. but even at the end of the day, he doesn't really have that like he he doesn't really have that much effect on the plot. Like he's kind of honestly like us, like where we're just kind of we're just kind of watching, you know, like the, the, the rival gangs. And he, in a sense, is, too, because he never really affiliates himself with one or the other. He's just kind of watching it and he doesn't really want any part of it. Right. Yeah, and that's actually kind of why he his character resonated with me a little, a little bit was because it reminded me of like, um. <clears throat> like reading those young adult novels back in the day and they wrote the main characters kind mm-hmm. of like that like they really didn't have <laughs> super too much to do with like they were just pretty much observers to all the bullshit around them or they always get stuck in situations that they had to get out of but yeah that's how they kind of wrote yeah. them and that's and that's why i like his character like it's like he just was the guy that ended up in a bunch of shit and had to figure his way out of it but he didn't really I mean, obviously, in the story, his biggest impact was getting those like those pictures. That was probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, but well, actually, I thought. I'm sorry, sir. You could go. No, this was going to say. I think that was just his biggest impact. Um, but like when the impact actually did happen, because you know, like when he actually took the pictures of Lil Z, who is technically like the the villain of the movie, if you could put one right. on there. Um, when he actually got pictures of him and his gang with all of like the rifles and the guns and everything. And and he thought that he was gonna be fucked, but then he didn't realize that like Lil Z thought that that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a nice little little twist. Yeah, they there's a lot of really fucking funny moments in that movie. I mean, it was brutal, and the fucking yeah. <laughs> right, and like it it could balance that really well. Yeah. Like I remember when Lil Z, and obviously there's gonna be spoilers for this, by the way. I think that should just be a given. Um, I love when when Lil Z goes and like attacks. I think it was um. What was um Seo Georgie's character's name? I don't remember. Remember he would, he's the guy who like he fucking <laughs> Lil Z asked him to like strip down in the middle of the club and just like held him at gunpoint. Oh yeah, dude, what the fuck? Because he was jealous he couldn't get bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that was hilarious, and then and then and then like Seo Georgie's like, why didn't that guy just fucking kill me? And then like he turns around and then like it zooms over to Lil Z and he's like. Why didn't I kill that fucking guy? <laughs> I thought that that was great. Yeah, that was a good one. Like it just, it has, yeah, like it has those little moments like sprinkled here and there of just like, oh, that's cool. Or like, that's funny. Or that's just the little bits and like nuggets of like, there's all those like little golden nuggets here and there that I really think do make the movie that if otherwise, like if they didn't have them, I think it would just be like another generic, you know, 
gang movie. Yeah, I think that's the the most difficult thing in these types of drug movies or gang movies. Like, if you don't have, like, really relatable characters, or not even relatable, just, like, big personalities in any of the characters, not just, like, the stereotypical, like, boss mentality or cruel mentality, but, like, actually has, like, some comedic arc and can do other things besides just doing gang shit, I think that's just what makes it great. Because that's the cool... I mean... That was kind of the cool thing to me about, and we don't have to talk about it, I just I think it's a quick segue for Narcos, is I just like the characters, because I, I never liked gang shit, like I hated mob movies, I didn't watch Goodfellas or all that other shit, because I thought it was boring, because it, it was the same fucking shit, the characters were all the same, whatever, but that's why I liked the Narcos, and then it also it's what mm-hmm. I like in this movie, too, is that like I like the dynamic that they give the characters, because, <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, there are portraying to be real people that how it how easy it is to get caught up in that lifestyle and obviously that trope has been done a million times the the really smart fucking kid wants to go to a ivy league school but he's stuck in the hoods and tries not to get killed all that bullshit like that's also been overdone but you know just the how versatile people can be really because like in the beginning of the movie like they were all criminals but you could tell the ones that were really doing it for the desperation and the ones who were just psychopathic. So that was the greatest distinction. <clears throat> Excuse me, the greatest distinction. Right. Right. And like you said, that's like what makes them actual characters and not just like these fucking bots, yeah. you know? Because like if these were just, oh, like it's just ruthless people, they just is horrible. It's like then there'd be nothing interesting about it, which is actually, um, like you were saying, like, you could tell who was, like, just a ruthless fucking killer and who was doing this because they actually, you know, were, were poor and needed this. It was, like, Lil, Lil Z. He was just, like, he was honestly, like, poisoned in Narcos. Like, he was just, he's like, I just want to kill. Like, I don't think they're the he just, same was because, just ruthless. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's been a minute since I've watched yeah, Well, it, I mean, they're not the like, same. You could tell that but... Lil Z, like, he had more insecurity, and that's why he was the way that he was poison he was just a fucking that was his job he was just stone cold oh right yeah that th- th- that is a good point because like i mean like you said poison is probably getting all the fucking bitches but <laughs> um he seems asexual Lil Z. He gives me asexual vibes <laughs> poison <Yeah. laughs> no i definitely see him like he's going to like the strip club and like with salsa music and all that stuff well they and... never portrayed him that way he always was just the guy that killed like he didn't have anything else to him like no home life, no family, no friends, no girlfriend. He was just there to kill. I guess, but like I just kind of assumed like when he's whenever he's not working for Pablo, he's just doing that on the side. Oh. Cuz remember when when he um spoilers for Narcos by the way, sorry guys. Pretty much everything we're going to talk about is going to be spoilers, but whatever. Like remember when he when Steve and like um and all like the other agents like go and like they shoot up the club and he was in there. Remember that's how he died. Yeah. I just I was like, oh yeah, that seemed pretty accurate. Might have been. That's just the vibe that he gave. But I think he's a lot different a little bit because he. Well, I guess in the beginning he thought he he was just doing it for a thrill, because he really wanted to be a gangster. But he just liked killing. That's cu- but then yeah. like he just as he he realized that like he didn't actually have any true friends and he was not attractive, so he couldn't pull any fucking ladies and he was awkward and didn't know how to dance. So he, that's right. Kind of so tell. he was like, "All right, what?" Yeah, he was like, "What the fuck else do I yeah, do?" Exactly. Like, He's like, "What do I do? I can't kill somebody, and everyone else is having fun. I'm standing here like a jackass. Fuck these people. I'm embarrass this guy. Make him take I his lo- clothes off." <laughs> yeah, like may as well do something that makes me look cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that. That was that was his. Whole uh, yeah, deal. that's actually 
You actually like brought up that to me that I didn't really realize initially was that yeah he is just kind of like insecure and like he's just you know he's like fuck like he's just kind of having like an existential crisis a little bit. Not to be too um, pompous, but, but I think like that whole flex culture or that whole gang culture like you have to have a certain level of insecurity to really value those types of things because you know if you have to show people what you have and not what you are then you don't have any personality. Oh, right. Like, if you have to show people what you have by showing them instead of just by just being you, then, yeah, you know you have fucking nothing. And that's not even, like, a fucking, like, me preaching to be humble. That's just, like, you can have nice shit. Just don't be fucking annoying about it. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah. Um, But I I remember when he's talking to Benny, who Benny, I think, is is just awesome. Um, When when he's, like, trying... when It's, like, Benny's... um, his his like go away party and then he's like come on hey we, we got to do this with like the with 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 like the deals we're gonna close the deal with this thing we got to worry about this thing we got to tell these people to not do this and he's like dude just like have fun we're not doing business tonight and then he's like no 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 no, no uh carrot he's 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 a, he's a son of a bitch and he's like you think everyone's a son of a bitch dude like just and i love the line he's like you need a girlfriend <laughs> that's true right so benny I forgot to say is like the he's he and Lil Z were like childhood best friends. And um yeah, they um yeah. yeah, they were more or less like the the co-owners, I guess, of City of God. And then um well, further yeah, so like Benny, to to run the streets like they did, not like the actual owners of it. Right, they were more or less like the two bosses. Yeah, they, those are territory. And then, yeah, and then Benny, Benny fell in love with, um, with uh, what's her name, Angelica, who, um, Buscape had a crush on. Buscape is the main character, sorry. And then um, he's like, "Yeah, I want to be a fucking hippie and live on a farm and just." You know, just be with this woman for the rest of my life. And then <laughs> fucking Lil Z's like, "What are you talking about?" I thought that was hilarious, and also, well, actually, that that brings up um, one of the actual gripes I have is like, I'm like, why did like Angelica like after Benny dies, like, she's like not in the movie anymore? I'm like, what? I don't know. I I think it's because like, they didn't want to. My theory is they didn't want to run it too much longer. Like they were, everything was coming to a climax, and you could see everything unraveling. I think her story was more of a side plot, especially since it was fictional. Like, it didn't really have anything to do with the main shit. That's true. That's true. Um, well, actually, yeah, actually, the more you bring it up, like, that would have been really fucking cheesy yeah. if Buscape just ended up with Angelica in the yeah, end. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very American ending, so I'm glad they didn't do that. Well, yeah, they're not American. Well, so. that's what I'm saying. I'm glad they didn't cave into <laughs> doing it that way to get more reach. Yeah. Um, um, I still didn't like Angelica. I thought she was, she was like, a cool girl. You know, like, the kind of girl, like, yeah, she seems like a cool person. Yeah. And also, like, her, her first boyfriend, I thought, was just, like, a fucking, oh, the like... the ginger, the Jewish guy? Yeah, that <laughs> dude was a fucking coomer. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I thought it was funny that they I made him... It... Didn't, they make, didn't they make him do, like, the bookkeeping or some shit? Yeah, because, like, he knew how to do math and yeah. shit, so he would do all of, like, the accounting and everything. <laughs> and then, um... No, but I I remember 
after he like Angelica broke up with him, he just like was just coking all the fucking time. Yeah, I noticed that subtlety. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought that was hilarious. Um, but um, also like like you said, there's some like you know, there's a lot of like this cool like little nuggets here and there, and it's funny. There's a lot of funny like shit like like me, Jason and I guys we quite a few moments we laughed out loud especially with with like the banana and <laughs> you remember yeah. that <laughs> yeah that was really fucking funny and then he like runs outside like good fuck dude 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 please i need and give me your fucking pants <laughs> that was great but there's also a lot of moments in the movie that are really fucked up yeah there's a um there's a couple the one that was yeah fucking- bullshit is the dude that kills this fucking girl that was cheating on him and just buries him buries her in the bedroom <laughs> yes it was a dirt with floor the fucking fuck banana it. yeah yeah may as well dirt floor so the one that was that was depressing funny was the the yeah. guy i don't remember his name but he was one of little z's like a henchman he was super fucking annoying he just shoots him in the hallway because he was fucking like you talk too much Oh yeah, he's like, we almost died, we almost died. He's just like, shoots him. Like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. <laughs> that was great. Well, in terms of fucked up, I think when he realizes that the kids are like going, they're crossing the line and like stealing shit in the other territory they're not supposed yeah. to. And and then they like line them, like the, the two of them up and then he's like, ask the one kid like, hey, you, you gotta kill one of them. And it's like, fuck. And then also he like shoots him in the leg. And no, he shoots him in the foot. And you see, like, there's little kids, like, just being shot, yeah. and they're, like, crying. I was like, man, that's, that's, that was traumatizing. Yeah, that was a brutal scene, making him choose where he wants to get shot. That was probably the most fucked up scene. It's funny about that, or, that, like, it's like, kind of shit like that, because, yeah, like, sure. they, there are a lot of times where movies portray, like, little kids to be like that. They're just in the fucking way of the story, and they don't know the, the rules of the street or the code, so they just... They have to do everything they can to make themselves look cooler and older. And it's just funny because, like, there's a lot of kids that come in um, <laughs> to where I work and do the same shit. They just like, yo, look at this thing. And they try to, like, just do their best to be really extravagant. But, you know, they have no fucking social awareness. So I just, I was, <laughs> after I watched that movie a couple times it's happening, I'm just imagining, like, what would happen if, like, somebody came in and, like, ordered them to choose where they get shot. That's <laughs> fucking brutal. Yeah, the kids did really seem like the kids in a movie are typically like the worst part, but the kids in this movie I thought were great. They were really charismatic. I love like the the leader dude with like the the bangs and like the long hair. I thought he was really he was really cool. And when they all fucking shoot Lil Z in the end, (laughs) that was very that was very satisfying. Um, the part Um, that was like the cruelest irony was um, I I should have looked at the characters' names. The guy that. He was the musician in real life, but he played the uh, the bus driver. Yeah, that's the that's the guy who remember like, um, Lil Z was like, wait, why didn't I kill that guy? Yeah, that guy. after he like raped his girlfriend. Oh, that, yeah, that was the same. I saw that. So that was the same guy. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, and he was like, he was in the army, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he was, was actually a, a sharpshooter, yeah. so like he would just fucking waste people left and right. But I thought the the cruelest irony yeah. was when like they go to. I can't remember. They were robbing the bank for money and guns, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, because they just needed supplies. Yeah, so they were robbing something, and then he like shoots the fucking security guard 
because he just rushed out with a gun and then like <laughs> that dude's kid ends up killing him in the end because he thought they were on the same team but they weren't <laughs> well because like yeah because um so georgie didn't like remember who like like because he just turned around immediately after he killed the guy and then he realized that like that kid was there and obviously we didn't know that because we don't remember you know that scene well they did a flashback movie. to it right but i'm saying like back when we were watching that you know we, we would have never remembered that face oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like when it yeah i thought that was really nice and how he like enters in the gang that sucks he just like and then, just hated all the gang shit but he just wanted revenge for them killing his fucking family <laughs> no but what was so like sad was that like Seo Georgi was like he was a good dude and then he makes a, he he breaks the rule once that he like cuz he made the promise to to carrot he was like I can do this I can help you defeat Lil Z but I'm not killing any innocent people and then like the one innocent person he kills like it it costs him yeah, in the end cruel irony Yeah I'm like you should have stuck to your rule dude <laughs> I don't know that one. In that case, it's like he's either you or him. So it's just like I said, just stuck in that situation. But fuck, man, I, I don't know. I when I watch shit like this, it always just it's just like it's crazy. The shit just can just happen. Like it, it surprises me that I mean, obviously people try. So there's like militias and there's vigilantes and there's groups that try. But this the shit always is going to be here at the end of the day. So you literally could go into these like slums and just kill everybody and then the next two years like you'll just have more problems again like it's just crazy how it never stops right and what was also really fucking funny but also really messed up was that when you realize like when it shows that like the guy supplying the who is supposedly from the black market giving the gang's guns is he's getting the guns from the police you know like I, I was like, what? I half expected a CIA agent to be there with some crates. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the DEA, yeah, the fucking <laughs> DEA or whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, there was also like, wait, what was the moment? Oh, the the moment when. When like you know he got when Lil Z is like, wait, why didn't I kill that guy? And he goes back to Sao Jorge's house. And then his brother, like, sacrifices himself. Yeah. That was really sad. That was really sad. Yeah, I don't even know why he did that. And then, that. like, his... Right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's just probably just... Cause... Wait, actually, no, I think it was his cousin. Yeah, one of his family members. I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess he just he just loved his family member. Yeah. Why would you go out with a knife? <laughs> well, I don't know. You can't go out with a gun. Like, where are you going to put that? He was just wearing, like, a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, but, like, knives aren't that much smaller than guns. Like, if you can hide a knife, you probably can hide a pistol somewhere, especially, like, in your back. Eh. And, like, it takes you more time to run at somebody with a knife than it does to run at them, or not run at them, but just pull out and shoot somebody. True. Especially when there's, like, fucking, like, 15 dudes with guns ready. That is true. And that was also really sad, like, when the mom was... Like, you know, because after her son dies and she's just there, like, like, I remember, I think it was you told me you were like, man, like, what would I do if like, I actually grew up in this? Like, like, like just, oh, my, my, my kids are involved in like this, this drug war, you know? I don't know. I, I consider myself highly pacifistic and not really confrontational in most things unless I have to be, but I've never also been in like a life or death situation. So part of me just like is so angry where it's just, I just want to fucking kill all of them and just 
you know, just to make sure that like the shit never happens again. And the other part is just like finding the smart way or just to get out. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously I have no understanding of that because I have not grown up anywhere near that sort of thing. It's a fun exercise um, to really think about and just guess what you would be like or what you do if you're in that situation. Would you run or fight or just die? <laughs> right. And that's the other thing. Cause like this movie, while also entertaining and fun, it's like, it also like, it really does like, like you just mentioned, ponder these really deep questions, you know, about like hope and like despair. It's honestly luck and, to yeah. me. Like, it, I mean, you can, I mean, obviously like you can give yourself the, that taste of hope or if you have like divine intervention or protection or some spiritual thing, but at the end of the day, it's really just wrong place, wrong time. Or if you're not fast enough to get something done or if you're sloppy. You know, I think it's just a lot of his luck. So you think that's what the movie's trying to say? No, I just, I think it was trying to simply just portray what life was like back in that day and just um, all the nuances of it and, and, you know, what happens when you know people or what happens, like, when your family member gets involved. I think it's just, it was trying, I don't think it was trying to ponder a moral question. It didn't seem like that was the direction it was taking. I mean, it can always do it without. Well, yeah, you can really intuitively figure that out, it. but I don't think that was like their. Because you can tell when movies are really trying to push like a moral question, like. Yes, and it's so bad. Yeah. I hate movies like that. So I don't think it was trying Where to do like, that. Yeah, like you know all those like movies that are like sci-fi about AI. It's like, what does it mean to be human? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't ask that fucking question in the movie. Yeah, like I said, it's you have lack to of just. Subtlety. It's like a given. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but I remember, so like, yeah, my gripe was kind of with Angelica. I kind of wish I would have seen like a more, like more of her. And I was hoping that maybe Bushkape and her would have some sort of closure. I don't know. But also I remember like, there, there's just like a point where I thought the movie was like kind of dragging towards the end. When? Like, I don't, it was, I don't remember. I think it was like when... Like, a after uh, Buscape gives the pictures, I thought that it was just kind of like when, 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 like, the, um, when Sarah Georgie teams up with Carrot and they're, like, robbing the banks, I don't know, something about it, I was just like, man, I'm not really waiting. Like, I, th I thought it was already, it was just built up and then it's like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like. I feel like it was all unraveling at that point. Well, no, actually, when they get to the end and it's like, they have just the war. I mean, that would, no, that was great. Yeah. But I saw like kind of the little steps leading up to that. I don't know. This is a little point. And also like um I I love the part when he's like with his buddy, who I don't remember like when Busca pays with his buddy, I don't remember what his name was. I don't think they ever really say, but it's just kinda of like his like friend he's always with. When they like try to go rob places and then they're like I couldn't, that, it was, it was such a nice lady. Sorry. I, yeah. I couldn't ask her to like, you know, I, I couldn't hold her at gunpoint. That that's, that's mean. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I thought that that was funny. Yeah. They, oh, and then when, <laughs> and when they hitchhike with that guy and they're like, I knew for, from the first moment that he was from Sao Paulo. <laughs> I just like how they were yeah. like, all they wanted was fucking weed. Like all this like crazy shit was going on. And they just wanted to fucking chill and get high. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and like just hitchhike with a random yeah. dude and they're like hey you like to smoke and he's like i don't know <laughs> i thought that was funny and then 
Also, I remember when Lil Z got mad at that guy because he killed his girlfriend within like the the lines, and and then he was like, "What?" And it was like, "Dude, it was my business." Like, he said, "Who cares?" <laughs> I like um. That's the one thing that's always interesting for shows and movies like this is like the way they justify it, and like the the like gymnastics that they do to just explain why or why not they didn't kill somebody. <laughs> right. Um. Which actually, like, I don't want to go too far off because we could talk about this a lot because I know you you like to watch it. I, I watched a little bit um, of, like, more of To Catch a Predator. Oh, and shit. some of, like, the, sh- the shit and, like, the, the reactions were so funny. Bro, I can talk about this shit all night. It's so... F- I Let me preface. the The interesting thing to me is just, like, because before you never... Like, when I grew up, it was just pedophiles were like either like your gym teacher, someone that you knew, or just like these anonymous people on the internet that controlled some black market ring or they're just like the worst of the worst. Right. But then like you see how they are in real life and they're just these like really dorky borderline autistic fucking just outcasts. And the, the overall theme is that it doesn't matter I mean, you can argue back and forth whether it's a disease or not, but the the one thing that is super clear is that it's just the compulsion is way too strong. Whether or not you have, like, moral judgment and it clouds it, like, the compulsion and the attraction is just fucking massive. But just the shit that they say and the lies that they say and, like, the way they're so nervous, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things, like, it makes you uncomfortable watching it because you can just, you place yourself in that situation of, like, you're inevitably fucked. And so you're watching somebody else go through that and it's just like damn dude how did you how did you get to this place yeah and like chris hansen obviously like you know he is like he is still respectable even though i mean it's like you know who wants to be fucking respectable to like these absolute like creeps but he he does he's like why are you doing this and they're like oh no he's like what no i just i just well you know we could talk about this you know (laughs) um but i remember the and also props to the decoys that you know like the decoy is that there's literally this per like this man, and I I had never seen a to catch a predator with a woman, but I just I don't know if that exists. But whatever, like mo- all the ones I've seen have just been men. Apparently, women are harder to catch, and it's like they're not as like reckless as the dudes are. They do it more secretly. That makes sense. Online, at least, that makes not sense. unless they're a fucking teacher. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, I just like props to these people that are literally there in front of like this dude who is like so ecstatic and so excited that he's going to be able to he that he thinks that all of like these fantasies are going to come true and he's gonna be able to do all of these like horrible disgusting things and they're like holding their ground still acting as if like that they that they want to do it and stuff yeah. like that but then when 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 like the the predator's face goes from like, he's so excited because he thinks it's gonna actually go his way and then he figures out he's like being exposed on fucking national television he's like <laughs> like i saw like this like like the, like the decoy's like oh I need, i'm gonna go get something from the fridge or something and then chris hansen comes out and he's like oh no 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 of course dude you know the fucking you know the worst one the one that was the best ever was the indian dude that came into the house naked Wait, he did yeah, it was the funniest shit. i haven't seen that one dude you gotta watch this one yeah he like 
he fucking like stripped outside he comes into the house naked and then chris hansen because they see him do this so like immediately he's like put on a towel like what are you doing here all that shit but the fucking dms were insane he basically wanted to like fucking like have like a cat involved or he wanted to like fuck a cat while she watched or some shit with a cat dude it was fucking hilarious Okay, <laughs> but no, dude. I'm telling you, the one where like the fucking guy was like, "Oh, that was so satisfying." I, oh my god, one, dude, one, one guy is like, "Do you know who I am?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "I'm Chris Hansen." He's like, "No, you're not." He's like, "Yes, I am." He's like, "No, you're not." Oh yeah, yeah. I saw. It. I, I I saw that. And then the guy's like. Wait no, are there gonna be cops? Please no, I don't want to get arrested. He's like, please, I can't please. afford. Can to I do go this after this? Right and he's now. like, <laughs> I really can't afford this. Yeah, right. He's like, he's like the. Uh, he, wait, what did he say? He's like, um. He's he's like, am, am I gonna get arrested? He's like, that's not up to me. <laughs> so if I go that way, I'm gonna get arrested. Please, I can't do this. I won't. I won't. No, but <laughs> nothing is funnier when he like, he's like. So why did you send this message or this picture? And he like shows it right in front. <laughs> He's like, so why did you send a picture of yourself masturbating to a 14 year old girl? Can you explain that? <laughs> and then the guy's like, uh, uh. dude, a lot of them is like <laughs> the explanations that they do give. It's like, dude, they will just sit there and just go circles for hours. It's so fucking funny. No, but I actually, there was this one I saw where this guy actually, like, did own up to it. I think I saw. And, like, he was, like, he, he was just, he was completely honest about his feelings. He was, like, yeah, I'm just, I've always had, like, dreams of, like, doing that. <laughs> and, he's, and he's, like, I, I know it's not okay, but, like, you know, it's just, that's just, you know, what <laughs> like, he was completely honest. I mean, obviously, he's still a creep and, like, a disgusting human being, yeah. but it was, an, it was a nice change of pace for that. I was, like, oh, yeah, because, like you said, most of the people are just going around in circles, like, I don't know. I was just trying to, you know, see if everything was okay here. And yeah. <laughs> I have a very, and I, I don't know why, like this topic just first, I don't know why it interests me. I think it's like when you take the lowest of the low or the most like deplorable thing, you can feel like the, the darkest intrusive thoughts that you have that you take to life as opposed to just finding out like a healthier way to deal with them if you do feel them. But I think part of my because like obviously like once you commit that act it's too late like you can have all the rehabilitation you want but it you know the damage is done but i remember i was watching a um a video about a guy and i mean granted i don't know the truth like what you know i just only saw the one documentary that they did or if it's like a little vice intro fucking video thing but he was basically talking about how he has a sexual attraction to children but he like has never done anything and never talked to anybody and that's why he likes like basically is in his house all day and doesn't go out and doesn't like converse with people because he knows it's something that he has to change but uh, you know supposedly he hasn't done anything yet so it's like you know once you once you like actually like live out of fantasy it's harder to be able to change but like once you kind of kill that mindset earlier it might be less likely for you to actually go out and offend and that's why the one thing that's kind of disappointing about To Catch a Predator, because it was really more for like TV and entertainment value. Like you basically, you saw this guy, you saw how, you know, nervous and how retarded they were acting. And then the end of it, you know, they just arrest him. And that's pretty much all that you learn from the story, right? Um, there's another channel on YouTube. There's like a bunch of, I don't know if you've ever seen the, there's a bunch of vigilante 
guys that like they basically do the same shit as a catcher predator like they'll pretend to be a underage kid and then they'll go out and catch pedophiles and shit but a lot of them are really stupid because they'll just go and berate or just intimidate or threaten you know law enforcement on them or blah 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 blah. and again it's the same kind of thing it's like you just see them get ridiculed and then that's it but there's a guy on um he's in my opinion he's like the best at it um, his name is channel name is Pop Squad, and he catches a lot. Like he has a website because YouTube keeps taking them down for some, or he has some problem with YouTube. But it, he catches like over two hundred people, and what he does is like instead of like going there and like being all threatening, he just always wants to have a conversation. So it's like there's been a couple times where people will tell him like you know like why do you keep doing this or like I see that you're reoffending or all that shit, and he basically just forwards the information to the police so if it goes to court and then they do get you know trialed or uh, tried then they will get convicted kind of thing or if not if not but he's not out there like purposely baiting people to get arrested he just films the conversation and he provides people with like a therapy link kind of thing so then he will do like a follow-up so like i think i've seen a couple hundred of them there's only like one guy or two guys that like actually go like get help and then they do like a follow-up video kind of thing so I feel like stuff like that is more important to like understand, like obviously you got to understand the root of the problem to fix it. So it's like trying to catch these people before they actually do something to somebody. And, and you know, granted if they've never done it before, if they're actually, because everybody says it's their first time, but obviously most of them are lying. Um, but it's interesting the way that they do it is that he doesn't, he just does it from a way of like journalism. He doesn't do it to just like be a vigilante and ridicule. Which I don't have a problem with either. I could give a fuck, but I just think it it brings more right. to the table. A, yeah, that is interesting. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I don't know. I am always of the opinion like if you haven't caused too much damage already, you should you know, there should be a way to get rehabilitated. You know, before somebody rapes yeah. or murders. True. Which at that point, yeah, like you said, it's, it's kind of too late. Too <laughs> yeah. Do you think even like sending the pictures like that is too late? It so yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like if it's I mean, cuz you could argue like, you know, if if a guy has truly never done it before and then he sends pics to who he's thinking is someone that's underage, but it ends up being a decoy. I mean, you could say like, well, you know, his intention was to do it to a regular person, he just got caught. Like you could make that argument. Um, but I think it's still not as not as intense as actually physically like meeting somebody in person to do something sexual because you're taking away the person ability. Like you're sending a rain. Like it's easy to send a dick pic. You could send that to your fucking mom if you really want to, you know what I mean? But it's, it's harder for you to like whip your dick out in front of your family. If you get what I'm saying, it, it's a weird analogy, but like it, I feel like it's, it's, it's harder to justify doing something in person than it is to just not think and just be, you know, just let that dark thought win and just send a dick pic to someone that's underage. So I don't think it's too late there, but it may be. I, I don't know. I just feel like there should at least be a chance before too, too much damage has been done. Well, yeah, I actually disagree. I think it is too much because I think like the screen, I mean, you know, um, it's like, uh, like a lot of people think it's like, oh, well, it's like a, it's like a barrier and stuff like that. And it's like, well, if, I mean, if you're showing, if you're seeing the same exact thing in real life, like, would that be okay? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Um, and I, and I and I see what you're saying of like, yes, it is harder to do that. It is like it's it's it is easier 
to send those kind of things from your phone. It's easier to send anything from your phone. Yeah. It's easier to do anything on your phone rather than the, you know, rather than doing a person. But also like with, with the, with the phone, it's not just going to be that one person who sees it. Like she could send it to other people and then, you know, potentially everyone could see it. Yeah. Let me clarify. I don't think in degrees of like, I, I think they're both bad, but I think just the mindset that it's easier to just do that as opposed to like using rational judgment to not do it. That's easier than actually, you know, going in person and then physically doing it. So that's why I think it yeah, might be okay. like, I don't think it's too late to rehabilitate somebody that sends a dick pic more than it is to rehabilitate somebody that's already like raped a minor. I think it's easier to rehabilitate the guy that sent the dick pic is what I mean, really. And also to extra, extra okay. clarify, I don't okay. send fucking dick pics. I, I think like, I, I, I'm serious. Like, I think like I've showed my dick on like a Skype call or some shit with the girl I was dating, but I've never like sent people a pic. <laughs> Are you serious? I think so. I don't want to say I've never done it, but I've never, I know for a fact I've never taken a picture and sent it to anybody. And that's like unsolicited or somebody I've, I was dating. I've, I've never done it. Cause I just, I just, I've always thought I was weird. I'd rather just do shit in person. Like, I, I don't know. I've always been like that, but either way, like, a real like I said, just purely person. for rehabilitation, I think it's easier to rehabilitate that guy before he goes out and actually does it. Right. I see. Okay. <laughs> um, wait, so I, I don't want to get too sidetracked. So I want to go back to city of god mm. um also yeah i pretty much liked every single character every character had their own kind of thing they all had their own little personality and like they all felt like real people like that's the biggest thing when i'm judging like do i like characters or not um a, a big thing about well-written characters are just like do these people just come off as like real people like do they, can you relate to them can you like understand their their shtick without someone having to explain it to you you know right, yeah like you don't have to have that like cliche scene where this person goes oh he's 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 a good person he just you know he, he, he this happened to him and he has this and it's like crowd. right he's just he yeah he's, he's just he was led astray it's like i, I want to just see that and that's what was what's really nice about this movie is because like any every character almost like you just get their shtick like like uh, what was his name Chiagu was the was the ginger dude who dated Angelica like I get his thing he's just a fucking coomer he just lives for for pleasure and just wants to just just do drugs and shit and he's just he's just really scrawny like you know <laughs> that's just who he is and I I get his deal and like everything he did made sense because i just I, I don't know i just got his character subconsciously and same thing with buscape and little z you know and benny like benny was just the cool dude everybody loved <laughs> yeah that one was interesting because like i used I've, I've known a couple people from school that were like him um actually some a lot of like there's one dude that was like uncanny looks like him it's crazy like benny mm-hmm. i know a couple oh, people okay. that i was friends with in school that like they just had just in you know a intoxicating charisma but they weren't a douche right yeah he just seemed like a nice dude and i love the moment we're talking about like the funny moments again like at his go away party he's like he even um hooked up the church crowd like he even got in with them and he's like i promise one day i'll go to church and he's like shaking their <laughs> yeah i like that dude. that was a good one that was or great. they catch the fucking priest with the prostitutes in the one brothel or hotel or wherever the fuck they were trying to rob in the beginning. It was a priest? Yeah, remember in the beginning of the movie? 
No, I didn't think. I mean, he just had a cross. I didn't think he was a priest, unless he was like wearing something. I uh, thought he was wearing like a he's he was wearing he said my child or some shit like he it, it implied that he was some sort of religious figure i mean i just like because like he just asked like um i remember what's his name i think it was goose or whoever he was just like oh are are, are, you, are you from the church and he's like yes and then he didn't kill him because of <laughs> okay so I thought that was... to me that implied that he was like actual clergyman or something I just thought it meant like you are were you like a church goer or oh. something like that. Well, either either way, I just thought it was a funny fucking tidbit in there. <laughs> that was, and then I, and then there's the dude who's having like the threesome, and then he's just like <laughs> walking in there, and he's like, "Give me your money," and they're like, Whoa! <laughs> "Um, I did really like that little part in the beginning with the tender trio. That was very well done, and actually, so yeah, for those for those who don't know, the tender trio was like how the city of God actually started. And it was just these three dudes who were like the oldest people in like the, the friend group. And they started like robbing banks and robbing like motels and stuff like that. And um, yeah. And like, that's just how it kind of all started and all of like the, like, this is just how we have to live and survive. And so then they, they have this operation where they go to this motel and steal a bunch of money. And then you realize later in the like later when they're told that all the people in the motel were killed and they didn't kill anybody and then you realize that Lil Z did it it was like what <laughs> I thought that was a nice twist I kind of figured like I that's what I guess because just like looking right? at his character and just like he really wanted to be a part of it I, I figured he was the one that did it right because he always like he was always overcompensating for something yeah. you know like you said, like his insecurity for whatever. I mean, he was ugly. I mean, I didn't think he was that ugly, but. <laughs> I think someone even said it in the movie. That he's ugly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the narrator was like, Lil Z is ugly, and so is Georgie. Well, the way they said was it, he like, was handsome. like, <laughs> realized he had all this money, but he couldn't come for one thing. He was ugly. <laughs> or some shit like that. I think, yeah. Something like the that. I think it was, it was, was funny. so funny. Yeah. And then he actually, like, tries to, like, make an effort to dance. And, like, I still felt for his character when, like, he asked to dance. And then she's like, oh, no, I have somebody. Like, I actually did feel, like, even though he's, like, a total, like, just, like, ass. Like, I still actually felt for him when, you know, he realized, man. like It's your inner end cell kicking in. <laughs> yep, indeed. <laughs> oh, shit. What were your other gripes with it, if there are any? I mean, not much. It's, I mean, other than that, I think it's. I think it's great such a good movie like it's i mean it's like it's entertaining makes you think about things and like things that like it makes you actually like look at your own life and realize like how much you have oh yeah for sure it um great um it has a great soundtrack i think the songs in this mo- in the movie are great um which actually the original song for the opening and for the credits seo georgie did himself i think it's excellent um, and also, I'm actually trying to think if I do have any other gripes with it. Um, what, remember that plot line where, remember he, he takes the pictures and then the, the lady publishes them without him knowing. And then he like goes to her house and that happens. Like, did you think that that was like necessary? I don't know. I mean, 
I think it just kind of played on the entertainment factor. Like it wasn't necessary, but I mean, it's it's, it's kind of funny. Well, I mean, it, it is realistic. Like it it, it it's what could probably True. fucking happen if that situation was real. Like you fucking don't have a place to stay. Some fucking ladies letting you stay in your house, and then like y'all get drunk and fuck. Like I don't know. That just seems like something that would happen. So it didn't seem like it was unnecessary, but it wasn't necessary to the plot. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that was kind of, yeah. but it was kind of well, funny. They, they didn't so, harp on yeah, it. I hate when like, I mean, especially when you're watching a movie with your parents, which is, it was, it was laughing my, I was laughing my ass off and I was just like imagining your whole family watching that movie. It was, just, it was making me die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, and I, and I told you like my mom walked down in like the shot where it shows all of like the dead people in the motel and i'm like come on <laughs> yeah, like, it's really? the why like why do i always have to or like i don't know if you've ever seen roma i think i talked about that there's like one scene with like a naked dude and then she of course she walks in on that scene <laughs> i'm like come on right and i must specify my my, my parents don't mind what i watch they just don't want it to be on in the same room as them you know as they're like cooking food or whatever. Like they don't want it. Yeah. They just don't want it on when they're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My going back to <laughs> why I brought it up. I hate when like, I don't know, like, like there's times where I want to like when you're watching porn, fine. Like that's what you go there for. But like every time I see a movie and there's just like a weird fucking like it, the, the fucking scene of them like kissing on each other is just like I don't know why like I don't know if it's because like it's just uncomfortable because I like watch that and every time that scene happened like when I'm watching it with my parents I just want to like God fucking kill me, but because then like right and like I, I don't know like, obviously my, like, my I don't parents were fucking like weird like anytime like that shit would happen they would like want to like talk to me about it she like they'd be like so what do you think about that I'm like I'm not having this conversation with you right now we're not <laughs> really? talking this is not how you introduce safe sex to me we're not do- we're not doing this. I want to watch a fucking movie. Well, like me, obviously, like, it's not like a weird way at all. Like, obviously, like, I'm much more comfortable watching those scenes by myself yeah. where I don't have to have someone like look at me and, you know, just look awkward at me. Like, you because know, it's like, what do you do? Like, do you look at the screen? Do you look at the other person? If you look at the screen, there's a chance that the other person's going to look at you and you're going to be like, oh, no, they're thinking I'm into it. And then it's like, <laughs> if I look at them, they're going to think that I'm suspicious of them and they're going to think that, like, I'm judging them. And it's yeah, like, what do you it's do? It's stupid. So, like, every time I see that in a movie, it's just like, this is not needed. Like, if I want to watch this, yeah. I'll just well, watch like, porn. It, like, right. Or, like, if it's too long, yeah. <sighs> which is what I actually I, I really liked about the the scene with the when she takes it home. It's like it just lasted like, you know. They actually like talked and then it happens like, you know, it's like a two second shot and then fades into the next like thing. I was like, yeah, that, that, that was nice. Like they just, that was enough. <laughs> and same thing like with, with the banana scene. I'm like, yeah, like one split second shot. And then the dudes, uh, no. And then, and then like the, the, the lady's husband comes in with his like, <laughs> it was like, uh, was like a shovel and just like beats her. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that, that's all I needed. It reminds me, like, <laughs> and this has happened, like, in the more recent years because they're just putting a lot more of it in, like, film and movies. Is like anytime there's, like, a lesbian scene or, like, a gay scene, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, watching with my dad. He's like, oh, come on. Is this really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fucking funny. Oh. Yeah. 
but I just it's just it's it's funny to me because like it's like it's a level of uncomfort that's like exemplified more than usual. <laughs> right. Oh. Um. Actually, I guess it it, would it wasn't necessarily. Remember, I was talking about my gripes with like how the the movie was like right after like they made the deal to take down Lil Z and they were just robbing banks and everything. I guess it wasn't actually that itself. I think it was more just like the pacing. Like, I don't know, like the pay, the pacing towards the end of the movie. I don't know. I just, it felt like it was just dying down. Like it was petering out a little bit. I don't know. Because in like the first half, I'm just like, I am digging the vibes of this movie. This is great. You know, like it's, it's not fast paced, but it's kind of like, you know, just like, like it's, it's, it's coming, you know, but then it's like, I don't know. It gets to a point where I was like, yeah, I think. I don't, I didn't really get too too much of that feeling. I think it's because like it wasn't a super long movie, so like I didn't feel like it was drawn out anywhere because I like it wasn't a fucking two and a half or three hour movie. Like it was it was what like hour and fifty or a little bit less than two or something like that. I think it was just like two. Yeah, so like two it, it was a re, like it was. I think it was a good length. I didn't to me like it didn't seem drawn out um, more than you two. I, I think that's my problem with a lot of movies. They're like either way too short and don't conclude anything or they do it too quickly or it's like you just sit there and just listen to these fucking unbearable scenes for like 20 minutes it's like jesus christ <laughs> i kind of got that with the new batman like it was way too long but like of course it was there was never really uh, three hour trailers right but i was like there was never really a moment where i was like you could have cut that out it just felt too long i don't know like but there was, but it was weird because, like I said, there was nothing really in particular that I said, yeah, cut that out. I don't know. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, I mean, did you? Right? Did you have any gripes with the movie? No, not really. I I thought it was great. Um, I'm not really too nitpicky about like smaller stuff in movies. I feel like if I like the characters and I like the story, and I like a lot of the scenes, like I don't have to love every single scene of a movie. So. I'm not really right, as, like, I'm you, as critical as movies as I am music. So, like, with the movie, it's, like, if you're entertained, the movie's selling you, yeah, like... pretty much. Like, yeah, like, you're, like, I'm I'll, I'll, I'm rolling with yeah. it. Because there's a lot of movies where yeah. I like its artistic value, but I don't really like the movie, like, for the acting or the story. I just like the visual or just the... the like. I don't like I used to get really disappointed in movies where like I loved the premise of it, but the actual execution was bad. But I don't know, these days I can enjoy it even right, if it's a bad right. movie. But I hate like drawn out movies or I hate like self righteous movies. I just oh, I can't take it. Um an example of a movie that I love the concept, but I didn't think it was done very well and I didn't like the movie was Speed. Have you ever heard of that? I have. I haven't seen it though. Yeah, like the concept's really cool. How like and it sounds really engaging and like suspenseful like the idea that a bus is hijacked and it has to stay at like x speed or else like a bomb will blow up like i think that's awesome but like the movie i was just like this is boring (laughs) and like i i didn't like the the characters and stuff and like i don't know yeah that's the one thing i felt about the the new jordan peele movie nope that I thought that movie was boring as fuck and I was really disappointed because I loved his first other two movies and I posted something on Facebook about it and people got so fucking like irritated like you just don't understand black euphemisms and all that shit it's like 
I liked the first two movies. I just this one was fucking drawn out. I just, it was boring. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You're like, I like these other movies that have these it's, like it's the same shit in every like, movie like i get it it's a fucking it's a social commentary like I, i'm not a fucking third grader I, I understand it congratulations claps all around it was just fucking boring yeah like you get a fucking medal dude. yeah like which is like i was i was looking forward i dude ever since fucking key and peel in middle school i loved hell this fucking work and then i love the first two movies so like i i saw it on opening night i was fucking excited and then i was just like god damn it this sucked ass and what even sucked even more is like my girlfriend's not really into movies and so like we don't really go like i've probably seen two movies or three movies with her since i've dated her but like so i took her to this one and be like oh this is gonna be great his other two movies are good because she likes his other two and then like halfway through it it wasn't building up to anything that was going to be entertaining so i was like god damn it i'm sitting over looking at her and she's just staring at the screen blankly and i'm like oh this is fucking this is great <laughs> but yeah um that is very different to when you and i saw the northman and we both looked at each other and we were like yeah, yeah this is this is awesome yeah i would love to do a, a like a review slash commentary of that that's a good movie yeah that was a great movie. I, oh what i want to show you at some point is um the guy's third movie who did that he made the witch and then he made the northman and then he made this really good movie in between them called the lighthouse have you ever heard of that i have but i don't think i've seen it either do you know like what it's about it's so no. so good and like the i so basically it's like it doesn't explain why and you don't really need to know why because it makes it more mysterious it's like Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe are exiled to this small, tiny island in, like, 1600s New England. And they have to take care of a lighthouse. And they slowly go insane, like, the more the movie goes along. Mm. It's really creepy. And it's also, like, actually, I'll, I'll, I, would, I don't want to spoil anything. And I don't want to give any more expectations, so I'll just leave it at that great setup bro but yeah we'll we can watch it and do a review on it um yeah um i watched uh recently um did you see uh trailers for barbarian um is that that like that show that's in latin or something like no that? it's a movie that it's a horror movie that just came out it has a uh, bill skarsgård and georgina campbell it's about like a double booked airbnb and like there's some like like creepy horror shit going on in the house Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. That was a really good movie. I the reason why I wanted to see it was the the direct. Um, I don't. These might. These guys are probably a little bit before your time. Do you know the the whitest kids you know? Have you heard of them? Is that like a like a comedy? Yeah, group they're a, or they're something? a sketch comedy group. Mm, the whitest kids you know. Yeah. The name kind of sounds familiar, but no, I wouldn't be able to. They did like the the words. Abraham Lincoln skit, like how he actually died. <laughs> like it was like. Just him being a fucking, like, ghetto asshole because somebody was talking, like, during the play of Hamlet and that's just how John Wilkes Booth runs up and kills him with a hammer. Like, <laughs> like they were really? one of my favorite sketch groups of all time. And last year, one of the members died. And I was like, fuck, that really kills it and crushes it. But then another one of the members was the guy that directed this movie. And this is, like, his first, like, big production movie so like i was hoping that it was going to be good and it was and it's getting like great reviews in the box office so it's like it probably opens him up to do other like movies and just really launch his career because he's kind of just been like in a couple 
you know, B-list sitcoms after that. He hasn't really gained too much mm-hmm. problem. And so, like, it made me genuinely happy to, like, see somebody actually, like, get the start of their fang in their fandom. Right, you're like, that's somebody I support, and, like, I w- I'm glad that they're, like, doing well. Yeah, so I was genuinely that, happy that it was nice a great too. movie. Um, right. Also, the fact he's from Virginia, yeah. too. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, no, but, dude, what I, what I rewatched um, over the weekend... And what I really want to show you, after having shown you City of God, I want to show you Amores Perros, the Mexican movie I was telling you about with the car crash. Oh, yeah. That movie is 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 great. Um, I think that I think that's gonna be the next one, because I want to take a little break from the music and I want to do some, some movies. Yeah, I'm done with that. Fucking watch them all. Yeah, Damn. we got We gotta watch them all. We gotta watch. And like, um, I know I like to stick to just things that I like, but I'll, I'll be willing to like do genres that I don't typically do. Like I don't typically do horror or, or comedy. It's typically just drama. It's either drama or like historical, like, like period piece movies or like, um, some like you know ethnic things like some Japanese movies that are really cool. Like there's yeah. some samurai movies I really like, and obviously like you know like I was telling you on the other podcast how I'm, I'm sold on like concept movies where it's like there's a car crash in Mexico City, as opposed to like we're making a movie about the other comic book character that is in this. I'm like I don't care. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean for horror movies it's tough because there's just something about them that they're innately not going to be a good movie. I don't know what it is, but it, it, you can chalk it down to acting or writing or just the effects or just if it's actually scary or if it's just dumb. But I mean, it, I think it's very difficult to make a horror movie, a good story more or less. I think they're just focused on trying to make it as scary as possible rather than it being something that's actually like worth watching again. You know what I mean? So there's a right. there's horror movies that I like, but not ones that like are good for reviewing because it's just like they they obviously all have plot holes that are obvious. I don't mean to say that word twice, sure. but I mean it really sticks at you obviously. But I I don't know. I I do. I'm a fan of them. I like the cheese. I like the all the shits. I think like watching actually what will be more entertaining is watching like really shitty horror movies or like the just like almost the parody ones like Birdemic or Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or Sharknado or shit like that. Like those ones are great. Birdemic I've never seen, but I heard <laughs> oh, it fuck, is you're in for his, a treat. hysterical. <laughs> yeah. You're in for a fucking um, treat. It's the lowest budget movie I've, you can think of. Right. Um, honestly, I think um, one of the only horror movies I know that genuinely does have a good story is Alien, honestly. Because I love actually the um the allegory of like the the alien with like rape and stuff like that and also how like there's a bunch of connections you can draw with the xenomorph of how like it's essentially like just this dark twisted inverse of humanity and like it represents the worst in humans you know like it's it's like there's something about the design of the xenomorph like it's beautiful you know but it's also terrifying and you and you could tell by like the way it moves and everything that it's like proud of itself. Like it knows it's cool. It knows it's like sexy. <laughs> Sorry, not in that way, but you you know what I mean. Like yeah. it there's like 
Well, I mean, but at the same time, yes, because like there is a bunch of like sexual undertones in Alien. Like, um, especially like just the design of the xenomorph. Like, if you look at it, you know. <laughs> um, and I also love how it doesn't have eyes. I think that that just makes it creepier. Yeah. Um, but also if you like, I've I've talked about before. If you look at H.R. Giger's concept art for the movie, it's really, really pseudosexual. I'm sure it has to be a level of that to really come to life. That's the final piece missing. Right. But yeah, we can, like I said, if you like that series, like the, the newest Predator will be a good one. I actually really like that one, the one that came out on Hulu. I think I was talking to you about yeah. it last time. Like, that'd be a great one to do. You you did. I, I'd be willing to see that because I really do like the first Predator. Yeah. Um, this one's actually very well done. Um, I think one another one of my favorites that I liked that had a lot of really dumb remakes was, and this one... It, it was one of those things where like I love the story and some of the execution is kind of cheesy but I remember I watched it when I was a little bit younger so it was like especially it was a uh, children of the corn I love that the premise of that story um I don't think I've ever seen that do you know what it's about no I don't think so like I'm the name it's like it's not familiar to so me. children of the corn it's a Stephen King um story but basically the premise is at this small town in Nebraska I think it is. Yeah, it's in Nebraska, and basically it's like this this kid, he's like a demonic, not like, he basically, he gets like tempted from some demonic presence to like preach to other kids that once you hit like 35, like you need to die because being an adult's bad, so it's like a bunch of kids that go around and like kill all their parents so they can rule this town. Um and it's really creepy, like, the, the actor that they got for him. Like, he really played... He's, like, a... He starts, like, his own cult. So, like, it's, like, basically, like, a cult of kids that, like, get convinced to kill their family. And this couple from out of town gets lost in Nebraska. And, like, their car gets broken down. So, like, they're trying to find out what happened to everybody in this town. And it's just them trying to not be killed by these kids. Like, it's pretty fucking creepy. Actually, it is a cool concept. Yeah, but it was done in, like, the 80s or 90s, so, like, the actual execution of things is kind of cheesy, but it's still main... Like, I, I just like the story a lot. Right. Well, in terms of, like, Stephen King, there's actually a bunch of stuff that I would really like to see. Like, I really want to see The Mist. Have you ever heard of that one? I think so. There's a lot of, mo- like, books and, that I've read a long time ago and ones that I've half-read, so there's... It, it's all jumbled in my head. Right. Um, the mist is like the one with like the tentacle thingies. I think I don't really know. I'd rather just go in like more blind than I already am. Yeah. Um, and then I also want to see Misery with Kathy Bates. That looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that one does. But yeah, you know which one I'm talking yeah. about. That one looks really because Kathy Bates is just creepy. You know, like she just has that. <laughs> um. Also, what else? Of ones I have seen, Shawshank Redemption is obviously great. I still have never seen it. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. It's a movie that it's funny. It, I almost like don't want to watch it just because like I, I can tell you like you know more than ten times there's been people around me talking about that movie and asking me if I've seen it and I've said no every time and they're just like what and I kind of want to keep that going. I like that feeling of like not seeing a movie that everybody's seen. It's kind of fun. I have some of those. I still have that with Joker. I've never seen Joker. That one, I liked it. It it was one of those things like it did not need to be as long as it was, but I liked the story of it. And um, obviously, I mean, it was a very politicized movie, so it's like the it's the 
the king of the insane. For no movie. reason. Yeah, it, like, it doesn't need to be politicized, and everyone is just like, oh, the left thinks it's this, and then the right thinks it's yeah. this. And it's like, how about you just talk about the actual movie and if it's a good movie or not? I, one of my favorite memes from it was like news stations when they are visibly confused why there's no mass shooting yet because of this movie. <laughs> right. That was like their intention. I'm like, guys, you are literally like doing what you claim that this movie, like what you condemn about this movie, because your point is that movies like this and Taxi Driver like incite violence, and it's like, yeah, okay, but then you guys are also inciting. Violence. It's it's the oldest straw man known to man. Violent video games, violent movies, violent music, blah blah blah, like all that shit's been. We've already talked about it forever. It's people like the news that actually fucking propagate this notion of fear that you need to feel like your life is in danger for X amount of reasons. Anyway. But I, I mean, I did like it. I think Joaquin Phoenix's performance was really good. Um, I mean, the whole point of the movie is a guy that's fucking, he has a disorder that gets bullied. Then he goes insane and becomes the Joker. Like that's really all the political thing you can take out of it. So it's like, oh, be nice to people. Don't be careful who you bully. That might be a shooter. It's like the whole Columbine thing over and over again. But it's like if they're psychopathic or not, or if they've just been bullied, whatever. But anyway, I don't know. Like I said, I th- I think it was just a little bit too long for what it was. But again, it was it was a depressing movie though. That that's the one thing about it has that like DC universe depression. <laughs> yeah, that was the new Batman. Yeah. Like it was just so dour and like there's Edge Lord and stuff like with the with the Riddler. Yeah. I'm just like okay. He was also the king in so. <laughs> yes, no, the Riddler. No, but I didn't like that because I was like. That's not the Riddler. And, like, I'm not really the one to say, like, that's not, like, the comic. But in that situation, I'm like, I wanted the Riddler to be, like, yeah, the riddle me this, Batman. The Riddler is such a fucking lame character, though. He's a goofy fucking, like, n- like there's no uh, way that, they that could make true. him in a modern okay. context of a movie. Like, he's so stupid. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I didn't mind that. Okay. I I think I was talking about this the last time. The, 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 the most impactful thing about um that universe, like I said, was, like, the Riddler, like shit like that, like that's probably the closest thing in Batman that could happen in real life. Or like the Joker even. I mean Well no, because remember I last podcast I was talking like the Joker had a fucking like army of people that carried out all this complex shit that he probably would never have gotten away with in real life. But the Riddler yeah, that, that, he that, had a couple people that were just gonna shoot up a fucking stadium and he planted bombs around a city. Like that could be that could be real life. Definitely, but I was saying more like the Joker is also real in the sense just like the actual character himself, especially like in the Dark Knight, that version of Joker, like you just feel like you could just like turn a corner and he's like right there. (laughs) I mean, obviously it is stylized and stuff like that, but which is something I still respect about um, those Batman movies as opposed to the new one. I just, I like the style of those movies better and how like, even though... You like you know how the Dark Knight and like Batman Begins, those are going for a more realistic tone, but they still stylize it to a degree, yeah. so that to a point where you're like, yes, I'm still watching a superhero movie, which I liked about it because, um, actually like my favorite part of the Batman, the new one, was like that car chase with the Penguin. That was so awesome. Yeah, that was good. I, I any time of I think. Right. No. Overall, I thought it was, it was good. Um, I did, obviously just had some complaints, like I was saying, and how I like the other Batman better. But anytime a movie makes me go, how did they do that? I'm like, I have to give you points for yeah. that. 
Um, and I loved how it was like pretty realistic. Like it looked like it could be something in real life until like, you know, the car, the, the, the truck is like, you know, collapsing and then it just magically makes a ramp for batman to like drive over i was yeah. like okay i'm not talking about i, I like liked the, that the exaggerated action no, I, scenes i'm talking about like the like the riddler like being like a real that. life villain yeah. like that something like that could actually happen like that's that's realistic to me no but i was saying i i liked that i thought that, that i was like ah oh, they were giving me a little wink yeah because they were like nope we're still watching a superhero movie <laughs> yeah i liked that um yeah but overall i just like the other batman's better but that's just my opinion and no one cares but it's irrelevant um oh um that actually makes me think another thing that i really wanted to show you and bear with me because when i tell you you're gonna be like will what so um it is the only part of star wars that i still really love um because for like most of Star Wars, like I like episode four and five and six, but then outside of that, it's not that great. I like the prequels because of the memes and like I had the best time ever watching it with my brother and sister. Episode two, that was so funny. We just shit all over it. It was great. But um, I think the only really thing that I still think in Star Wars that is truly great and just so beautifully artistic is the 2003 clone wars animated show oh yeah i remember you talking about do you know what i'm talking yeah. about right it's like hand drawn it's so well done and like it's just such a good work of art and i don't and i'm just fascinated by how good it is i'm like this this shouldn't be this good and i just like i just wanted to see like what you thought about it i never watched it right so i guess think that'd be cool to watch it and like it, it's only like the whole show is literally two hours long like it's the length of a movie Wait, wasn't? I'm trying to because like, don't they didn't they have like a Clone Wars one that was also animated that ran for a lot longer? Yeah, but that was like computer animated. Oh, so they had like a legitimate like hand drawn one. Yeah, they did. Oh. That was like it was it was on Cartoon Network. It was done by the same director as Samurai Jack, so it's in that similar kind of drawing style. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. I did like Samurai Jack. So Where- Right, yeah, because, like, Samurai Jack, it's, like, it has that art style where it's, like, it's very simplistic. Um, It's very, you know, um, it's, like, striking. There's lots of just, like, you know, the storyboards. Like, it's just a bunch of striking imagery because you're limited of, like, what you can depict. So you have to make every movement, like, look, you know, like, it has to grab your attention. Right. And that's what the show really does. I think it, it, like, demands your attention. With, like, the way that the sounds are just, like, put and, like, just the atmosphere. Because, like I said, I've talked about this a billion times. I'm a guy who just, I really love mood and atmosphere. And just, I'm like, what creates an enticing mood? What creates an, like, oozing atmosphere and stuff like that? And I think the show, for, I'm like, this this show does not deserve to be this good. The show is literally made because they needed to sell toys. But it's good. It's it's fantastic, nonetheless. I'm just fascinated that it's this good and this artistic. I think because um, like for shows yeah. they hire people. I, I feel like I, this is not my world, so this is total fucking postulating. But I just feel like the selection process for movies is way different for shows. Like they'll get guys that because like it's 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 easier. I I'm guessing it's easier to pitch a show than it is a movie. And the reason I say it is because like you can. 
I, I just feel like there's a lot, of, and again, it may be because it's just the pacing of a show is going to be superior to a movie. That's just how it's going to be if it's a good right. show. Um, but I just think like the guys that they get to like be a part of these shows, like are, a lot of them are more unnamed or just they're, they, like they're, I don't even know how to put it. Like, I feel like it's easier to get really good people to work on a show than to work on a movie. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, also like a. Sh- I feel like it. I mean, also shows. Well, not at this point, but back in the day, like shows were also like they were a lot cheaper to make because they had less production value. Yeah. Um, I mean, now it's it's completely different because now like they they look exactly like movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's. I mean, it's the way that it's 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 space. So it's like you have to for a movie you have to do like this massive budget then it has to do well in the box office for a couple weeks and then it's overtaken by another movie shows like especially like for the format where like you watch one show a week like that can span out for a fucking year right exactly so i think that's more i guess right like it's easier to plan out shows and that yeah so and i i don't know what makes more money I don't know, but I, I don't know. I just feel like I've yeah, always seen a either. lot better shows um, than movies. I'm telling you, if, if you keep along the path of my taste in movies, like City of God, you're going to find some great stuff. I'm sure I will. That's why I'm open to most things. Yeah. Like I told you, I want to show you Amor, Amores Perros, and I got to show you... Uh, there's a bunch of Spanish language movies I want to show you. Like I told you about Beautiful, where like Javier Bardem lives in Barcelona, and he like kind of has this... like unexplicable like it's just this inexplicable ability to like communicate with the spiritual world and see things and like see dead spirits it's really hard to explain what it is but it's such a cool idea yeah and he has like prostate cancer and he like and he doesn't tell his family and it's kind of really it's really depressing <laughs> yeah. i don't know why i really want to show you that the depressing that, movies uh, always yeah, are sorry. sometimes the best it's really funny well i mean Things that make uh, that like my sister brought this up to me, um, and it it I was like yeah that's that's really true is that the reason comedies don't age well age as well as tragedies is because things that make us laugh is very dependent on like the time that you're in, you know, but like things that make us cry that's almost universal any time and place throughout humans history you know yeah i could see that i also think it's funny like i can watch blazing saddles and laugh my ass off you know that movie's made in like the fucking 70s or whatever um i've never actually seen that whole thing so you've never seen the whole thing no it's wild bro i love that fucking movie you definitely Um, everybody's like oh you couldn't make that movie today like no shit yeah south park probably would have done something similar and they can get away with it so someone could get away with i don't it. know bro they said the n-word a lot <laughs> really Although, so did Django. so i guess it literally is just fucking how you do it but yeah. when tarantino loves his n-word <laughs> yeah. he loves his n-word and words and feats <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know what's going on with that but um wait what, what were you just saying Oh yeah, I mean, I I do agree with the premise that it's like comedy goes out of style more than suffering does. Right, but also like there is value in seeing what certain people's 
thought were funny at a specific place in time you know i mean if you go to the greek term like the comedies those are really tragic so sometimes they're hand in hand you know they always say like the they're always got to be a victim for a joke yeah right there's always got to be the butt of the joke so and sometimes they're hand in hand but um yeah i mean I, i don't know it's it can you can be as convoluted as you want i just yeah i mean i I mean, I just think things with a more serious undertone are just, they're applicable to more things than something being silly or just something being stupid, obviously. I remember you said you don't like Goodfellas, and that got me going, but I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to stick to City of God, but you don't like Goodfellas, really? I don't like Italian mob movies. I just think they're all the fucking same. Like, I don't know, like Scarface, Goodfellas, fucking anything Robert De Niro. I I don't give a fuck. No, but, like, Goodfellas is, like, the one that actually is good. And it actually does have... Like, I love how much character and all, and all of, like, the, the style and, like, the way it's made and, like, the actual characters in Goodfellas. Like, I think all the characters in that movie are hilarious. Like, Joe Pesci is so gut-bustingly funny in that movie. And also, I love how it just... It just glorifies like being Italian. It's and it, like it knows very well that it's doing that. Wait, I may have said the wrong thing. Great. I've seen Goodfellas. I like that. Wait, what's that one show that was like the mob show? Oh, uh, this the Sopranos. Sopranos. I was thinking of Sopranos. I wasn't thinking of Goodfellas. That that I actually do like that movie. Sopranos is what I was talking about. Like I could give a fuck. Okay, I've never seen Sopranos. Yeah, it's but... it's basically like Seinfeld with murder. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. They're nothing alike, but it's just they're just from. It's like I just hate the Northeast. Right. Is what I'm getting at. I just I fucking hate the accent. I hate the people. Right. The shit is boring. It's all the fucking same. Everybody has the best pizza place. I just I don't care. Every everything is hey Tony. Yeah, I, don't give a fuck, man. I could care less. Right. Um, I thought you were gonna say that it's it's like Italian Breaking Bad or something like that. I, I might as well, yeah. And actually, that was my problem with Breaking Bad, too. Like, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes that, like, drug gang shit, it's just, it, I've seen too many of them. I could just, they have really have to do it interestingly. But, I mean, Breaking Bad's fine. I just, I don't know why I can't get into it. The same thing with The Walking Dead. I can't get into that either. I love the, it's gonna, it's making me want to go back and watch it Um, for the, like, the whole thing is, um, oh, I love all the memes for Breaking Bad. They're so great. Yeah, the memes are great, but I don't know. It's just, for some reason, I can't get into the show. I watched like most of the first season, but then I stopped. I don't really remember why, but I remember I really was really liking it. I think it's just because for a show like that, like especially when you make it up as you go along, like it, you, it just gets stale after a while. I think. Okay, my dad told me he's only seen the last episode. Of what season? No, like he he's only seen the very last episode. Why? <laughs> It's because like um, when he was like living here, I think, and I and me and the rest of the family weren't. He 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 was living with his um, his coworker in his apartment, and he invited a bunch of friends over. And like my dad w- would have just stayed up in his room, and he was like, and his friend was like, no no no, come down, let's just have a beer, watch Breaking Bad. And he's like, okay sure. And then he just watched it, and then he thought it was great. <laughs> so he had like no idea what was going on. Just vibing. Your dad seems like that kind of person, just can vibe to whatever. Right, you, you got that like space. Yeah, he's always like, "Yeah, just give me like a drink." I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, he says he 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 liked it when I told you that. Um, like when I told him that you liked the hot sauce. That was fucking good. I liquor themed hot sauce should be more of a more of a commonality. 
He said he can order y'all like a box if you want. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. I like the um I think my favorite was the the tequila flavored one. That one was really fucking good. I like the bourbon. That one's the bourbon one was good banging. too. That was great. I wonder if they have a rum one. What that would taste like? They, they do have a rum one. Have you tried it? Yes, but I don't remember how it tasted. I need to go back. Yeah, super good. Um, um, speaking of things, how was your trip to Puerto Rico? Do you, you miss the hurricane by like a week? Yeah, I know that was the luckiest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I hate to do this to like the people listening to this, but I actually like. A large bit of the Puerto Rico trip, I'd actually rather talk to you about it in person. Oh shit, was it that bad? Um, no, really. I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> Did you get somebody when, pregnant? Like I whenever said, whenever I'm were? at. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> actually, like when when I was telling Matt about um the Puerto Rico trip, and then he was like, "Was it great?" I was like, "Yes, up until the last night, so so to speak." And he's like. Oh, were you just mad that you didn't, you know, give me pussy? And he's like, and I'm like, no. And he's like, it's okay, Will. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did nothing of the sort. You can't talk about um, it though. No, 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 no. Um, no, there's just this one thing where I'd rather just like just explain it to you in person. I don't know. When I explain it to you, it'll it'll make more sense. I'm always um, excited for these off-camera stories. <laughs> right um other than that i mean it was pretty epic like what did you do the first the first day we just like we just like swam around in the pool just sat down and like we just you know we we're just chilling like i was just there with my dad and then like we there's a there's a swim up bar where you just go swim and just order drink and stuff like we were just chilling um we went to some great restaurants um also, I had to, I got I went with my dad and his party to a bunch of the meetings they were doing, which I actually went to the governor. I went to I went to the governor's house. Oh, that's cool. I didn't get to meet the governor, <laughs> but because um, he was I think he was busy and he couldn't be with the meeting. But he sent one of his assistants to be with us, and I was at the meeting. Like I was sitting at the table. I was literally sitting at the head of the table. I have nothing. I have nothing to do with what's going on. Other than that, my dad's in on this, and I'm just like there, just nodding my head, wearing my suit, just looking like everybody else. I'm just like, yep, yep. <laughs> um, and then I, I was explaining that to my boss, like, because he asked me how the trip was when I got back, and he's like, oh, so you were like Hunter Biden, essentially. I was like, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Political jab. Right. No, but that was, I was like, yes, in the sense that I have nothing to do with go- what's going on. Except for the fact that my dad's in on this stuff and I get to benefit from this. You should have been like, yeah, the crack was good too. <laughs> right. Um, so like, I I mean, obviously it's probably rough now because of the hurricane, but like when you went, like was San Juan, like what was that like? Cause the last time I was there years ago, like it was pretty, it was pretty rough. Not in like the sense well, of like, was... there's just crime everywhere, but just the fact that like the actual city was just looking rough physically. I mean, there were certain parts of it. Like when I was, driving in the when we were in the uber on the way back to the hotel we drove from the the old district which was really cool looking with like the all the old spanish architecture oh, yeah, it got, gave cool. me a right it gave me a lot of new orleans vibes except it was like new orleans but like more spanish and so like it was um 
I just loved walking in those streets and just hearing the salsa from the clubs, like just blaring. It was so great. It was, I loved it over there. And then I went to this really beautiful church and then there was like the tomb of Ponce de Leon. I was like, yeah, this is, this is nice. There's so many moments where I'm just like, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> His tomb's in Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, he was, he, he was like the governor of Puerto Rico. Damn. I fucking missed that. I, man, I wish I would have saw that when I was there. Yeah, he's like the Hernan Cortez of Puerto Rico. I don't know why I was thinking. How the fuck was I thinking? I'm going to have been thinking of Cortez. Ponce de Leon was the guy that wanted yeah, to find the Fountain of Youth, right? Or like the City of yes. Gold, too, Aztec? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of Cortez. Um, right. Yeah, um... We were walking towards it. Do you remember El Morro? It's like that huge um, fortress and like slash castle that's like on the coast yeah. that was just used to defend. Yeah. We were walking on that huge um, street to like the huge pathway to like go to it. But then it started to rain and then we had to walk back. Oh, that sucks. So I never actually got to go in it. But I mean, it was really hot and humid and there was gnats everywhere and i was wearing like a suit so i was like yeah i'll go home (laughs) (laughs) good choice right but then obviously like on the way back from like you're saying the like the bed birds like on the way back from the old district back to like the hotels near the airport um yeah there was just some places like looking by i mean like like you said not really crime it just just the infrastructure like it's just not very nice you know like it's just kind of run down and stuff like that you know it just kind of made me feel like yeah you know yeah, I can imagine because I know like every time they have like a, because they've been they get every time there's a hurricane they get fucked pretty heavily. I don't know if they've had earthquakes there, um, but I know like every hurricane always fucking rapes them and then always knocks out power. Like power is always an issue to like sometimes the, the whole island will be struggling for power. Yeah, I remember you were telling me that. Brutal. Mo. I think there is earthquakes because I mean the island's made up, like it's like Hawaii where it's like a volcano. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, the view from my hotel was just gorgeous. Like, I just saw this. It was so, like, foggy and misty in the distance. And then I would just see, like, these huge mountains. Oh, it was so cool looking. Did you take any pictures? Oh, I took tons of pictures. <sighs> I love That's one thing I'm starting to do now because, like, I never gave a fuck about pictures. So, like, I'm starting, like, all the cool places that I go to now, I'm starting to actually take pictures and, like, have good memories of where I've been. But... I always like the tropical views and mountain views and all that shit. But did you, so like, where'd you fly out of? We flew out of Dulles and then we landed in Miami. No, not Miami. I think it was, um, it was Charlotte. Yeah. And then from Charlotte to San Juan. Really? And then, but yeah. Weird. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. The flight to, the flight to Charlotte was like 45 minutes. That's why I was confused why you'd have a fucking layover in Charlotte and then from fucking Charlotte all the way down to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I don't know, man. They know the routes, apparently, so... I can't... There's a... They got their safe. There's a comedian so. that always jokes about, like, you could be fucking going anywhere in the world, but you'd have a layover in fucking Charlotte. I've never had it happen, but apparently it's a thing. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I get lucky. I, I usually always get direct flights. I very rarely have ever had a... I think once since I've been flying i've had a layover in another airport but mostly it's always been straight like i'll fly to los angeles straight minnesota straight florida straight 
Um, How long does it take to get to Los Angeles? Uh, I think it's like five hours or five and a half, somewhere around there. Um, okay. The longest flight was going to Spain, but we it just it was direct. It went from Philly to fucking Madrid. How long did that take? Uh, maybe twelve hours. I don't know. I was sleeping for most of it. That's I sleeping on like a long ass flight is just not a good feeling. It depends on the plane though, because the I don't remember what airline we flew, but the it was a massive jet. Like it was the seats were big. Like we flew a coach, but the coach was nice. Like I I usually can't fall asleep sitting down. I I always usually have to be vertical. But these ones, like, I don't know, like, what it was. Like, I was able to do it on this one. Maybe they fed you something in the airline food. I don't know. Yeah, here's some here's some fucking Ambien. You don't even remember how shitty your flight was with us. Yeah, it was <laughs> lace. Well, in your brownie, we just put some melatonin in it. It's fine. Yeah, melatonin, Ambien, fucking whatever date rape jug they can get over in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is Spain. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember what airline that, but, but yeah, I, I'm very fortunate to never really have to deal too much with layovers. That's nice. Well, the layover wasn't that long, but it was still a layover. So, yeah. yeah. How long was the flight from Charlotte to Puerto Rico? Charlotte to Puerto Rico is maybe like three hours. Oh, really? It's not long at all. No, not at all. And also, like, I had plenty of music to listen to, and it was great to just, like, get into the vibes. Like, I was just listening to all my, like, Puerto Rican salsa and stuff like that. It was great. I even listened to a new Mark Anthony album, which I might recommend. <laughs> and you don't need your passport, right? Since it's a U.S. territory? No, you don't. Nice. You, I just needed, like, a an ID, so I just showed them my, my, my license, and they, they're like, yeah, you're good to go. Nice. And also what was really nice was like there was no COVID restrictions anymore. So like you just go up there and they're like, all right, where are you going? And like, yeah, there's that. And then you're just like on your way. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> yeah, the COVID shit is like non-apparent. I remember it was a little bit, well, not too, too strange. But when I went to Disney, there was like almost, there was very, very, very few people that were wearing masks. But nobody gave a fuck. Nobody asked you. Like there even there was no sign saying like please wear a mask or it's recommended to wear one or they weren't checking for vaccination reports and all that shit. Like it was, it was pretty much like it never existed. Like I was there for a week and forgot about fucking COVID. And then the yeah, <laughs> funny was, enough, the people that, that I nice. went with, they both got COVID. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. That I'm lucky oh, I had to be man. asymptomatic to it. So I don't fucking, my girlfriend's gotten COVID like fucking twice and I've been just nothing. If you don't mind me asking, how long have you been dating Jordan? I don't know, somewhere around two years, a little bit longer maybe. I see. Feels like a fucking eternity. Yeah, I'm a, I don't know why, like, right, I'm, huh? I'm at the same point in my life because it's like once you graduate high school, everything's like, that was like two years ago i think I yeah I, I i don't even know what fucking day that like never since of like and this has been since like dropping out of college i've never fucking needed to know <laughs> what day of the week was i just know when the weekend is and what day i need to go back to work like I, I don't know fucking days unless it's something i'm actually looking forward to or something i have to know the day on but yeah i don't fucking know i don't write shit down I typically right i typically know the day of the week i i don't i just won't know the date yeah. So like, I'll, cause like almost like every day there's like a specific thing on that day that I do that's different because it's that day. So it's like, I'll just know what it is based on what I'm doing. Um, but like the date, I'm like, wait, 
Like I, I, I never remember that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like I'm, I'm more cognizant of the date than the day because I just, I know when I have, like, I always have timelines. Oh, this month I'm doing this, or I'm going to a show in a couple weeks on this date, or like something's happening. That so like I, there's always dates in my mind, but like the actual day of the week, I can give a fuck now because I don't really have to because my but, schedule's consistent and my alarm goes off every day at the same time. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I and like you thought it was hilarious too. Like I, I remember when Matt was like, "Yeah, I love the weekends, you know, because I could just wake up and like I don't have to work, you know." And I'm like, "Matt, I think you could say that like every day." <laughs> Welcome, come in whatever time you want. Do nothing, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, but cool. So I'm glad that I know I was, I was expecting something weird to happen on your trip or just something funny, but I guess you can't fucking no, share it, it. It's it's funny, but. Oh. Why can't come on? It can't be that bad. Yeah, okay. Okay. Now you tell everybody uh, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck? Why'd you withhold this?" <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, actually, like I could say it, but like not right now. I'll um. Why is why are you why are you painting this ominous picture? No, but it's cause like it's kind of hard to explain, dude. It's not, the more you talk, the more I want to know. I know that, but you could find out like when I'm whenever I go to the guitar store, and it'd be better because then like Adrian will be there. Steve will think it's like hilarious. There was something I was about to say, but I forgot. <laughs> I'm glad I censored myself because you had to bleep it out. But fine, I'll wait for it. <laughs> and like you'll be there with Steve and Adrian, and like. Y'all are all be new, like, first-time listeners. So. Is this a story that we're going to make fun of you for? All three of us at the same time? Yes, but it's not as bad as, like, oh, the other wait. stuff. It's not as bad as the other stuff. Oh, I so. really can't wait. <laughs> but it is it is a will moment, I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, sick. It doesn't, it doesn't involve girls at all. In that sense, no. It doesn't. Oh. You got fucking played by a Puerto Rican chick. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that's not it. I was just saying, like, yes, there is f- females in the story, but not like that. God, one of these days you're gonna have to just spill it on here because it's, it's just gonna be great content. Like, you just gotta think of the content. Oh, no, I, I, I will. I will explain the con. No, I, I will do this at some point. Just, I can't just. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Well. I look forward to it. Nonetheless, this is my favorite. I like the, I like the gang, the gang making fun of you. It's my favorite. It's my yeah. favorite genre. Matt and the gang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to do a podcast, and I know Matt's never gonna agree with it. We need to have everyone from the store, and we need to do a, like a big podcast. I'm down. I'm down to do the drunk, the the drunk group one too. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Like I want. To do with you, Matt, Steve, and Adrian. Hopefully Travis, but I know that's like a long shot. You don't have any like, wild friends could... to fucking display on here. No, I do, but like I just don't really think like, oh, they should like be, I should do it with you guys. Like, I don't know. I just don't put that two and two together. Because like, I just don't know how y'all would interact. You know what I'm saying? I can interact with anybody. I, I fucking talk to random motherfuckers all day. Yeah, true. Listen to all their bullshit. No, I mean, I care. I, yeah, I can too, but I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, unfortunately, there's no bonus credits, so sorry, everybody. You won't see how much of an incel Will is. <laughs> I could, no, I could probably do it. I could probably do it next episode. <laughs> we'll do a we'll do a Which, dedicated um, segment, the spotlight. Yep, and be like, what went down in Puerto Rico? He murdered somebody and then got away with it. Um. <laughs> cool. Uh, my fucking my trip was fun. I, dude, have you ever been to Disney? Wait, okay, wait, hold on. I'll I'll put it this way with the with the story. Oh shit! All all I'm gonna tell you is, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and I had some margaritas. If only the cell phone quality wasn't shitty down there, then we'd have a great video too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The cell phone quality is like the same. No, I'm fucking around. I know. Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, the Disney, like, World Land? Which yeah, one? the one in Florida. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Dude, no one fucking tells me. I've, I've had, like, millions of people, like, everybody I knew fucking growing up went there. Fucking people that I've known close to me go there. No one told me how fucking shitty the food was. And it's so expensive. Mm. The fucking resort that you stay in gives you, like, best western style breakfast but you have to pay 13 dollars for it every day for fucking like two waffles some eggs and fucking a sausage link or some fucking shit like that it was gross the most even like the like yeah like the people i went with they booked like the reservations so like we went to like a restaurant we didn't just fucking get from like the food court in the in the summers randomly in the park and like only one of them was good, and it was all fucking like even ones that like you have, they were like sixty a person for a three course meal. It was just like this, this is like Applebee's level. What the fuck? I have not been to Applebee's in a while, but I'm sure it's terrible. It's not terrible. It's just like what you'd expect to pay for like a twenty dollar steak or just like a ten dollar. Oh, yeah, right. It's, it's what just... you'd expect to be. It's like a bar Louis. It's like a fucking. Chili's like it's just standard low medium tier restaurant food it's like marvel movies yeah it yeah it's 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 like fast food but if you want to wear like a button-down shirt with like a checkered pattern all right right it's a cole's dress shirt right it's nice but nothing to write home about like marvel movies sorry if that offends me <laughs> god dude i just think it's funny that the the stereotype of just being like the most basic bitch as a man is you're a Marvel fan. Either that or it's it's like Marvel fan or like Star Wars fan. It's like, do you like pumpkin spice and Zodiacs? Well, we've got some movie series for you. We don't discriminate. You're like, you're like we have the male counterpart for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it's yeah, it's, it's it's basically just like Marvel or like what what else is like a like a like a basic like white dude like thing like um i don't know beard products uh yes <laughs> that is very true grilling i feel like um, most of my friends there as they get older they get more into grilling which is a total dad that move. is true right beer beer oh my god dude beer is the fucking most annoying one i can't stand it that people make beer their personality dude they're fucking like there's people you won't even know you'll sit down and they'll try to talk to you about the beer of the place like dude 
I just got here. I don't need a fucking rundown of the beer that's good. It's all going to taste the same to me. I don't care. I'm drinking it because I'm peer pressuring it, drinking it because my friends are all over fucking 40 and that's all they do. (laughs) I just drink beer all day. Like, God. I can't stand it. Like, I hate the subculture of beer. Oh, um, like sports. (laughs) That is such a like. That that too. Fuck. Like, all, all they talk about is like, sports (laughs) sports <laughs> yeah i the no, there's nothing worse than it, it's one thing to like talk about players or talk about what team you think is going to beat another team or what team's going to the super bowl that's a mildly annoying conversation i can like just nod my head to and just kind of zone out but like the one thing i can't stand the one thing i just want to punch everybody in the face like like a fucking monkey is the shit when they talk about their final or final fan their uh their fucking fantasy teams i want to fucking <laughs> murder final everybody fan. at the goddamn buffalo wild wings and they start talking about their fantasy teams like i just i don't know why it just it just instills a primal rage within my soul i don't know why like it's just like it, it, even like if they do it for money so like it, it has a distinctive purpose like if you're good at it you can win money even then i just want to fucking just start swinging i don't know what it is I've never actually done fantasy football. You, it's just like you're guessing of who's the who's gonna make fucking moves and score points. And no, it's right? Just fucking I know because like so, it's it's tantamount to those fucking like yeah. strategy games where it's like it's like oh in the trailers you there's this massive city you get to build and then you fucking can attack other people. Then it's just like you wait two hours to build a farm. <laughs> like right, fuck it's like off. the. the the trailer is like so great. It's like this like CG like 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 epic like cinematic short film, and then it's like the actual game. It's like press a button and it's like a dot. Yeah, it's just I uh, fucking hate it. It's just yeah, like, wait wait two hours to build this. I'd rather watch a half hour of some fucking dude in a suit explaining why one team did more points than the other team than just people making up shit. Like, oh my god, yeah, dude. Sport culture is like a very American thing. Well, I don't think it's an American. I'm just like, just, uh, yeah, football is, but I mean, no, but just like the way we we watch sports in American, like how much like we care and everything, it's a very American thing. Yeah. Like just like the yeah, I'm gonna just sit down and just have a beer and watch the football game, or like watch the basketball game, or you know, watch the baseball game. That's just that's a very American thing. Like just sitting out in the backyard with your TV on the patio and have the neighbors over and watch, you know, watch football. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy to me is like how, like people, how much people give a shit, even at like the recreational level and also at the high school level. Cause like I, I played a shit ton of sports growing up and football was the one I hated the most because like, <laughs> yeah, you, you told me you were, you were at D end. That was really well, on defense, but I did center. I, it was weird. I was, I was really tiny, but I could fucking, hit really hard so it's like i could like block people that were twice my size so i was i was it was weird like i'm on the line but i'm like the fuck i'm like a midget compared to all the people that are on the line it was very strange i need to i need to find pictures of me because like it was i look literally like these people's kids um (laughs) but like i remember like i've never because like i i the only sport i was not bad at was actually soccer like i i played goalie and this is it wasn't for a travel team or for a school it's for a rec league but i mean there's still really good people that played the rec leagues um and i we won a championship with me playing goalie so i was i was not bad at being goalie but like 
all the other stuff I played, like basketball, I was average at. Football, I was slow, so I wasn't... I just could hit really hard, but I wasn't that fast. Um, but, like, so, like, I would... But, but football is the only, like, sport I've ever played where I've never won more than two games. I've always been on really shitty teams. Every team that I've been on has never won more than two fucking games. And, like, in high school, it was funny because people took that... There's people crying every night over this bullshit. It was so really? fucking lame, dude. <laughs> Man, God, dude. I just remember sitting in the locker room like, like this is our life. Let's go. And then like at the end, everybody's like, "What the fuck? What happened?" This like they're just like just sobbing and just like, "Who? What the fuck? Are we gonna get to the dome?" God, dude. Everybody's so pissed off. It's just like I'm just sitting there like, "I'm. Can I go home? I'm tired." I have to fucking get up and go to school tomorrow. Can we not do this on a Friday night? Like, what the fuck? Right, you're like, I want to just, like, go and play Xbox. Yeah, this shit's <laughs> fucking lame. I remember, like, I, I in high school, because when I played for the rec leagues, I, I played every game, but in high school, I think I only played, like, maybe one game. I Because, like, I didn't give a fuck, so it's like I was always, like, second string, so it's like I would just sit on the bench. And I remember one of the defensive ends got hurt. So like my coach was telling me to go in and I'm like, I'm not running to the, it was like, we were down like 48 to like 13 or some shit or some score like that. And it was like the fourth quarter and he was like, get in there. And I'm just like walking on the field. He's like, don't you want to play? What's wrong with you? And I just like, I didn't even respond. I just walked to the fucking thing and then just, we lost. And that was, that was all I took away from it. (laughs) Fuck up. But what was cool was, um, my nickname was uh was Noodles because I remember there was a lot of gang fights that happened like especially like when we played a rival school like people would legitimately like fist fight each other or stab each other like under the bleachers or like by the concession stand so for our school wow, there okay. was like our our football field was gated and so like the school was on one side and there's a big fence and a gate and then the football field was on the other and so um, I was in line getting a cup of noodles because that's what they sold because I didn't want a burger. And so I look over and there's pe- like, there's like a brawl of like 15 people. They're fucking like wailing each other. People are like picking other people up and slamming them on cars. So I was like, fuck the game. I'm watching this. So like in my fucking gear, I walked over <laughs> and I'm eating a cup of yeah. noodles. Like I'm, I'm really close. I didn't realize how close I was. I'm standing super close to these guys beating the shit out of each other. I'm just like eating a cup of noodles like I'm watching a movie. And the cops, because, like, we had legitimate cops at our school, so they were running over to fucking break that shit up. Um, Some of the security staff, like, I I didn't realize I was past the gate. And so what they decided to do is they decided to shut the gate from me or from the the parking lot to the football field. It's like they were trapping the people that were getting in fights so they couldn't run back into the crowd. And so I'm standing right in the front of the gate, and I look over, and I'm, like, banging on the thing. I'm like, let me in. I'm not a part of this. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Oh man, that sounds really good. Yeah, so that, that was a good story. That was my I nickname like for a little bit, because I was just sitting eating noodles, watch people. I beat just the started fuck out of recording again. Um, whoops, <laughs> I kind of just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll Technical figure it out. problems will over. Um, yeah, so I'm not good at sports at all. Um, Always losing I'm your quite shit. terrible at sports. I'm not an athletic person. I say this to many people. Have I'm fun fit, editing, bitch. but I'm not athletic in the sense that I cannot throw or catch balls. <laughs> I can't, like, I'm not good at, like, like, just sporty things. Like, I'm just, I'm not really that coordinated. Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's a good way to put it. 
I mean, I, yeah, so soccer I'm dog shit at because I don't know how to like dribble and kick yeah. the ball. Yeah, like um, you could lift something heavy, but you trip over a rug. Right, exactly, which I don't, which I, <laughs> right, which I don't have. Um, so, um, basketball, I'm also dog shit because like I just, I can't dribble. I mean, I can pass and I can be like a team player to an extent, but I cannot shoot and dribble to save my takes life. Takes a little bit of coordination, so. yeah. <laughs> Not to kick with the fucking front um, toe of your Baseball, foot. I never played. Football, I played when I was like a little kid, but I'm sure I was like still terrible. Um... It's like the little, little league I played in like third grade is, is essentially like if you sucked, you're playing on the line. <laughs> it was like, you're just going to be an O-lineman. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, even if I'm terrible at basketball, basketball is so fun. I love yeah. playing pickup basketball. Yeah. Yeah, football was the worst. I think probably of all the sports, I enjoyed basketball the most. That was the most fun. I love bad. I love playing basketball. Yeah. Wait, what is cornhole? I also like dodgeball too. I love. I mean, it's not a real sport, but I like playing it. I like. I like cornhole, but I. I like. There's. Oh, there's that? a couple of breweries oh, around league? that like they'll have like a think... cornhole <laughs> tournament or like a league that you join. But like, I don't know if I want to get that stupid. Like I don't want to commit True. my time. It's it's that dumb right. like it's redneck a... game where you throw bean bags in a wooden board and try to get it in the hole or get the stick on the board. Yeah, yeah, that's great. This professional cornhole. Um, this is a professional fucking best sport P for anything. Game but I don't know. I just was it's just definitely capture the flag. That shit was so fun. Which I think you can still drink and play professionally, which is really funny because I swear I saw people on TV with like beer I, I in one hand and bean bag Games in the other. that were the same thing. They just had different names. Like what's manhunt? <laughs> Oh yeah. Do you ever play a manhunt or a spotlight? This is one that we played in our neighborhood um, with a bunch of kids. It's like you played at night, and you establish like a home base, and there's one team that defends it, and there's one team that has to rush to get on it. So it's like the objective is to just you know sneak into the base and get on the the like we usually use like someone's driveway. So like if you can get on the driveway without being touched, then you basically won. So like the I see. I see. if you could like um if you eliminated more people than touched the base then you won, but if more people got onto your base then were eliminated then they won. So it was kinda like a it was kind of like capture the flag, but you didn't have to return to like your other home base. But dude, we it got to the point where like our games were so fun. <laughs> right. That yeah. There was one time where, like, I swear there was, like, at least, like, 50 to 100 people. And the canine squad got called because people were mad that they were <laughs> their, their fences were getting broken because people were jumping them to, like, hide and run in their neighborhood and shit or in their house. So it got it got you pretty never played infection intense in one real night. Life. But, yeah, we, we would play it, like, almost every infection weekend. Is so, infection, fun. like, or tag. Tag is, like, spotlight great. The tag, like, you cannot go wrong with tag. I don't think I mean I played it in COD, but I haven't played it in a like in real life. I don't think so. 